Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Hey, greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It's the Electric Circus known as Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I am Freddie Coleman, presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80, and I'll tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Before we get to our reactions from last night's what I believe will be a Super Bowl preview, once again involving the Eagles versus the Chiefs, we got to get to the bottom of something yes, involving Harry Douglas from a different radio show that shall remain nameless, Green with Mike Greenberg, 10 to 12 each and every day, Monday through Friday, on ESPN Radio. They are bringing out these accusations yes. against one Harry Douglas IV that you are a criminal. Yes. A thief. A black a man. cheater. Oh, that's not criminal. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the... Wait a minute now. How, how insane is that? <laughs> Did anybody, did no one whisper in their ear, hey, let us not blame the black man? Explain why these accusations came to light early today on Tuesday. Well, you know, Bubba, who's mad at me for not eating a meatball sub because I don't want it, you know? We have a cookie thief Uh around around here. And by the way, whoever that person is, I hope he can hear me. We are going to find you and you will be dealt with. Carry on, Harry. And I guess it was some rumblings between producers. Hey, who's more likely to, to, to steal the cookies? <laughs> and for some reason, they thought it would be me. <laughs> Number one, someone who doesn't like sweets. Number two, someone who doesn't steal. <laughs> Number three, someone if you kick me out of whatever place you want to kick me out, I will be unbothered uh-huh. and kick my feet up at home. <laughs> out of all people they blame that person they didn't blame they didn't blame that person they blamed you person yes <laughs> unbelievable wow. Bubba said it even with a straight face I know they were kidding but the fact that they had this kind of informal internal poll and you were number one on the list but that's that but you know what I thought about What's I thought about it? Bubba I said you know what he's upset with me Yes, he is. Because I have not eaten the meatball sub. And you're I not thought going about, to. I thought about Chris Canty. He uh, might be upset at me because he just lost a bet. Oh, yeah. Louisville beat Virginia. Oh, yeah. So it might be a little, you know, might be a little, you know, a little something in the air right yeah, now. I don't know. The, 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 apparently that bad air has fallen on you from those the, principles that uh, you just mentioned. Unbelievable. Man. I'm taking everybody to HR tomorrow. I don't blame you. You better do it. You might, you might have to send an email today because tomorrow, day before you Thanksgiving. You're right. Yeah. I am sending my email today at 7.01 as soon as we're done with the show. <laughs> That's right. Don't stand for that kind of nonsense. And Shoe program. Exactly. I'm sending everybody to Pelican Bay. Yeah. And, and when we find that cookie thief around the ESPN radio, I'm telling you, if you think Harry's going to deal with those principles, calling him a thief. We can't wait to deal with you from taking treats around here and you don't work in this department. We are going to find you and you're going to be dealt with. 
I'm not the cookie monster. Yeah. You're down in Atlanta. I'm in up Atlanta, here. Georgia. Exactly. You know. Minding my business. Yeah. H is for Harry. That's good enough for us. <laughs> not C is for cookie. That's good enough for that thief around here when it comes to ESPN oh, Radio. Oh, and I heard little rumblings, too, because, you yeah. know, Easy e Evan. Uh-huh. He's supposed to be my boy. Yeah, Evan Cohen. And I heard he. No, 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 no. Oh, Evan oh, was Wolf? it Evan Cohen? No, it was Evan Cohen. It wasn't it was Evan, Evan Wilder, not the producer of Carlin oh, vs. Joe. See, it, it was makes, Evan Cohen it, from Unsportsmanlike in the really Morning. It really makes sense now because uh-huh. I've been getting on Evan Cohen okay. about saying Outcast is overrated. So, okay. see, uh-huh. there it is. Yeah. All the people that have said these things, yeah. there's mm-hmm. a little something in there. We'll put it this way. We'll talk about the Outcast situation later. But currently, if you want to talk about things current right now, you can do that. Be a part of Freddie and Harry Nation. Courtesy of Dr. Pepper, call online. Don't be a thief about it at 888-ESPN-888. 7293776. Harry and Freddie, presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season or accusations without the delicious taste and ice cold Dr. Pepper. It is the one that fans deserve. We get back to the thing that's always the thing involving the Chiefs and the Eagles. The main thing, the main thing. 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 The main thing with Freddie and Harry. We know the conversation this morning. It was more about what the Chiefs and the wide receivers Harry didn't do than what the Eagles were able to do. Down by 10 points in the second half. Down by 10 points at halftime. Once again, this team always, always finds a way to win. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be wonderful. It's not going to be eye candy. But it is who they are. As far as I'm concerned, Harry, even when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl last year and the Eagles won last night's game in Kansas City, the toughness of the Eagles that is something that the Kansas City Chiefs need on offense. They do, 100%. You're talking about a, t- a team that scored 17 points in the first half and scored zero in the second half. And I think when you look at Patrick Mahomes and all the things that he's been able to do, and he's been magnificent, he's been marvelous, diversifying the football, making plays that no one else in the National Football League can make. And it comes a time where you're so doggone good but you need others to step up as well. Mm-hmm. And I Absolutely. just honestly thought that when it came to those wide receivers, that they kind of let them down. And also, I would say Travis Kelsey, I would put him in that category last night as well because he had a major turnover mm-hmm. in the red zone that could have helped this football team. And then you look at Justin uh, Watson, who had a decent game, but I believe bad. he had three drops. Yeah. You, you look at Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who – potentially could have caught the game with a touchdown, and it's dropped. You look at Travis Kelsey when they're trying to go down to score, and he drops a football, even though he came back on fourth down and made a catch, but he dropped it. Right. right? So, and I think that's really haunting this football team. You look at the three games that the Kansas City Chiefs have lost this season versus the Detroit Lions, versus the Denver Broncos, and then last night versus the Philadelphia Eagles. You want to know the common denominator in all three of those losses? the wide receivers played a major part Mm -hmm. in those losses. And I mean major because certain moments arose and they didn't make the plays when when they needed them to. The wide receiver group of Kansas City, they have 26 drops this year, far and away, the most of any wide receiver group in the National Football League. They should be very lucky when it comes to Kansas City Chiefs and that wide receiver core that their quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, is Patrick Mahomes and has a lot more than to do on the field but what he said at the last night's game, that could have a great effect for this team on and off the football field. Yeah, I mean, it, 
they know I'm going to keep firing it. That's just who I am. I'm going to fire it uh, to the guy who's open. And uh, they're, usually they make the, they're going to make the plays. I mean, it's, it happens. I mean, I threw an interception in the red zone on a, if I just flattened Jay Watt off. So uh, it wasn't, that, wasn't, that didn't just lose the game. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that happened throughout the game. And so uh, you just got to keep firing. Yeah, I mean, I have no regret. I mean, they triple team Travis. So I went to the guy that was that one downfield and Marquez won. He just didn't, didn't come away with the ball. I mean, I could probably throw a little bit shorter. He was that open. So, uh, yeah, you just got to continue to, to try to get better and better. Defense is keeping us in games. And if we can find a way to just get a little bit better as an offense, we're going to win a lot of these games. No pointing fingers. He said everybody, starting with me, has to be better. It could have been very, very easy for Patrick Mahomes to say, we trust he can make that catch, but he's got to make that catch. Everybody knows it. Patrick Mahomes was not going to put Marquez Valdez-Scandling in a position where he was going to feel worse than he already felt. I saw the reaction when, as they're leaving the field, and he slams his helmet against the side of the wall as he's walking back into the locker room, meaning Marquez Valdez-Scandling, after having that drop. But Patrick Mahomes said, yeah, we did everything right. We just come with the catch. He said, I got to put the ball in a better position. Those wide receivers cannot let that guy down anymore. As great as he is, I still wonder right now, Harry, if his greatness will be enough to overcome dropsy syndrome that we've seen from the wide receivers of Kansas City, even when they won and definitely when they have lost. Fred, it's going to be hard because when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, that has been our main question the entire season with this football team. Can those wide receivers as pass catchers step up and make the plays? Uh, who's going to do it outside of Travis Kelsey? Well, who's going to do How do you remedy that? If you, if you got guys with the, you know, the Kansas City drop syndrome, yep. not named Travis Kelsey, he had a drop last night too in addition to fumble. If you're the wide receivers coach, if Harry, Harry Douglas is Patrick Mahomes, if he's Andy Reid, how do you help these guys find that remedy to make sure that they don't choke on the ball each and every time in key situations? I think the number one thing is confidence. Okay, how can I build their confidence back up to, to the point to where they're not thinking about it? I think also getting back to the basics, right? And I, and I explained some things that, you know, when we got Tony Gonzalez with the Atlanta Falcons back in 2009 when I was in Atlanta, right? And Tony, man, taught us a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Me, Roddy Julio, Michael Jenkins, he taught us a lot of things, man. And we used to go out there early and catch footballs before practice. Not just standing still and catching footballs, but making a move like you would make a move in an actual game. Right. right? Game-like simulation. We did that. Now, when the defense was up against the scout team while we were sitting on the side – those were that's what that was another moment that Tony Gonzalez. Hey guys, why are we just standing around? Let's go over and catch. So we would catch footballs, eyes to the to the catch, tucking it. That whole nine, still making a football move, so it's game simulated. Right. And then after practice, we would get on the jug machines. And then before games, man, I would have a coach or a trainer throw me a hundred footballs, different kind of ways. Twenty one way, twenty another way, twenty a different way, twenty. Um, while I'm kneeling down and right. then just throw 20 any, any and everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we also had these little drills, me, Roddy, Julio, Devin Hester, when we were all together, we had take, we took these uh, golf wiffle balls okay. and we would toss them to each other and to make sure we was getting our hand eye coordination and our eyes to the football or at the, in that instance, the, the wiffle golf ball. Right. We would catch it with our thumb and our and our and our pointer uh, pointer finger, okay. thumb to our with our middle finger, thumb right. ring finger, thumb pinky, okay. just overemphasizing eyes to the catch. So I think the more that you're able to catch footballs right. and practice eyes to the catch and tuck, mm-hmm. I think it becomes so much natural to the point to where it becomes second nature, and you you don't have to second guess yourself when a football is in the air. Because I think that's honestly mm-hmm. what 
uh, Marquez Valdez Scantley may have been doing on that post route that Patrick Mahomes threw him. Because when we look at the opposite side and Devontae Smith absolutely, and, 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 and that ball that Jalen Hurts threw him, it was underthrown. But you've seen the confidence and you could tell that he was basically saying to himself, you know what, how am I going to catch it? Mm-hmm. How am I going to you know, maneuver my body to cradle this football? And he caught it. I mm-hmm. think when, when you look at Marquez Valdez-Scantley, he's thinking about in the mid-route, man, I can't drop this football. Don't drop it. you got to catch it. Don't drop it. Mm-hmm. Once you think like that, it's a wrap. You yeah, don't no, drop it. Yeah, no doubt about that. Harry Douglas, Freddie Cohen together. Thanks for joining us. And Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio giving you our reaction to the Philadelphia Eagles beating the Kansas City Chiefs last night in that massive game that had a playoff field to it. The Philadelphia Eagles win that ball game 21-17. to Let us know what you think. Could this be a Super Bowl preview? Could we see these two once again face each other in Super Bowl 58 like they did in Super Bowl 57? Let us know the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. Dennis in Delaware, your thoughts about what we just said? Hey, thanks for taking my calls. And, Harry, I'm still rocking the candle every day, nice. especially around the holidays, too, nice, man. Nice, nice. That's um, what I'm talking about, it. Dennis. Hey, Freddie, Freddie. I love you, man, and I love Chris Canty, but you guys got it wrong with Kansas City. Okay. That was not a Super Bowl preview, and Kansas City is not the second-best team in football right now. It's the San Francisco 49ers, especially when they're healthy. It's the Baltimore Ravens, especially when they're healthy. The Kansas City has not scored a point in the second half in the last three games. Obviously, the receivers can't catch a a clutch pass. Um, uh-huh. And Mahomes, they just, they're not the same Kansas City. You, you're, you are, you are confused at what you're seeing right now. Well, Dennis, stay there for a second. I'm going to bring the confusion back to you. How can you trust Baltimore over Kansas City when they've blown three games this year in the fourth quarter when they had a double-digit lead? You're trying to tell me you'd rather trust that team that has not even gotten an AFC championship game when a Kansas City Chiefs team, as much as they've been on the struggle bus of wide receivers, are only a half game behind Baltimore for the best record in the AFC, and they've gotten an AFC championship game the last five years. Hey, Freddie, did you, did you see the Ravens destroy Detroit, one of the best teams in football? Sure. Did you see the Ravens destroy Seattle, destroy them. Yeah, but Dennis, I also saw the Ravens blow a lead to the Colts, who aren't any good compared to Kansas City. I saw them blow a lead against the Cincinnati, uh, the Cleveland Browns having a double-digit lead, and Cleveland has no quarterback. And I've also seen the Baltimore Ravens also blow a lead to Pittsburgh Steelers team who can't score in cold weather if they were naked. So if you're going to use that argument that they're going to be a team that can stop Kansas City, a team that's been an AFC Championship game five straight years, Dennis, I love you too, brother, but we can agree to disagree. I'm not trusting Baltimore in the playoff situation when I don't know what Ravens team's going to show up. I trust that Kansas City will overcome their ills, and guys are not going to be dropping footballs, unlike the Baltimore Ravens, dropping leads not once, not twice, but thrice so far in the fourth quarter this year. He gone. Keep it. I love that. I love competition. I like that whole back and yeah, forth. Dennis yeah. brought it to the table. I brought it to the table. Nothing's wrong with like nothing wrong with civil discourse no, between friends. That's how I look at it. That's not how I look all. at it. I still think it's a Super Bowl preview because both of these teams, in my opinion, Harry, they have that it that I'm not trusting. No matter San Francisco, I know how terrific they are. Detroit, yep. I know how terrific they are. Cowboys, I'm a Cowboys fan. Not even putting them in that equation. Same thing with Baltimore. Same thing with Cleveland. When you have two teams that've been through it and they have that it factor, I'll trust Harry that they'll find that in terms of Kansas City, and they'll keep that 
in terms of Philadelphia. Even though I think talent for talent, I think the Cowboys are more talented than these two. I believe San Francisco is more talented than these two. You can make a case the Baltimore Ravens, man for man, more talented than Kansas City and the Philadelphia Eagles. But when you don't possess that it factor, and I know the Eagles and Kansas City, they possess it, Harry, I'll take my chance to get a Super Bowl preview in 58 when it comes to those two teams above anybody else. Yeah, and I think when you look at the Baltimore Ravens, like when you need it the most in the fourth quarter, you need that closer defensively. Kansas City has that. And Chris Jones. We all know what Chris Jones could do. We've seen it last night. Absolutely. Particularly in the first half, what, what Chris Jones is able to do. And he doesn't just play D-tackle. He moves around the D-end. He's all over the defensive line. And when you have a player of that caliber, that can close games for you. It makes a big difference. And then when you look at Baltimore, you're wondering defensively who that guy is going to be. Greg Allen hit us on Twitter at Coleman ESPN, HDogs 83. The Chiefs choked that win away with self-inflicted errors again. By the way, he's Harry Douglas and Freddie Cohen together and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio to kind of back up his point. Here are the last 16 second half drives for the Kansas City Chiefs that have led to zero points. End of game, then punt, gave away on downs, interception, end of game, Punt, fumble, punt, punt, end of game, punt, punt, fumble, punt, punt, loss on downs. They are the, they are the worst team in the NFL in the second half when it comes to scoring. Have not scored six points per game. But you know what I think contributes to that? What's that? The lack, at the wide, the lack of play at the wide receiver position. It, it really does because if you have a guy that's a go-getter outside of Travis Kelsey, I don't think that's the case for Kansas City in the second half of the last three games. And that's the one thing I, I wonder it, about Patrick Mahomes and his greatness may not be able to overcome that. Yep. Maybe I have too much trust in him and Andy Reid. Maybe those guys need to go to the Harry Douglas School of Football Receivers when it comes to the <laughs> NFL and do these things. But especially you're Marquez Valdez-Scanling, you have way too much ability. To be a consistent ball dropper, no pause, a consistent ball dropper that we've seen from that guy that's happened in Kansas City and it was happening in Green Bay when he played for Aaron Rodgers and those guys when he played for that organization. And, and I think like that catch last night, man, that, that's, that's a routine right there, boss. That's right in a bread basket. That's right there in your hands, and you you got to bring that one home. Yeah. Football gods do not reward wishes and hopes and dreams. Uh, you, if you're fighting the football, that football's always, always going to win. One of our favorites is Loretta, sweet Loretta in Connecticut. Loretta, my friend, what you got about our reaction to Kansas City and the Eagles with the Eagles winning last night, 21-17? to 17. Well, I have to commend both teams for reinventing themselves because it appears that both of their aerial games are not com- what they used to be compared to last year, and it seems like the teams are relying more on the defense. But I still give the edge to Kansas City, and I will say that if Philly don't step it up just a little bit, that San Francisco's going to knock them off. Now, I would say this about Philly last night, and I, and I thought Steve Spagnola, the defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, had a phenomenal plan. He sure right? did. That, that's, that's two weeks in a row where he had a phenomenal plan. He sure the did. last one versus the Miami Dolphins and then this week. They, they completely took A.J. Brown out of the great, uh, game. LeJarrius Sneed, the way he's playing right now, and the entire game, I know he's had some penalties, but when you're able to match a wide receiver week in and week out and have the play that he's been able to have this season, I'll take those penalties. Now, what they did – was they minimized what Philly was able to do on first down. So you've seen a lot of blitzes because they knew if Philly got five, six yards on first down, it was over for them. So they sent all kind of different blitzes, defensive line stunts, to minimize what Philly was doing on first down, and it worked out for most of the game. It equated to five sacks 
in the first half. Now, the catcher to that is is that Philly made adjustments at halftime. They sure did. You know, and, and when Philly made the adjustments and they were able to get on schedule on first down, that's when we seen them started to have success um, in that second half. And I think DeAndre Swift being involved in rushing the football the way he did was mm. a major piece, a major piece in everything that Philly started to do in the second half and when they were uh, actually able to get points. Yeah, Jalen Hurts wasn't great. Neither was Patrick Mahomes. The difference is when Jalen Hurts' wide receiver named Devontae Smith had to step up, he did. When Kansas City needed their guys to step up, and yeah, you got to put Travis Kelsey in that barrel too because he had that fumble where the ball was punched out. Great play by Bayer to knock it out. Give him credit for that. But that's a play that if you're Travis Kelsey, that keeps that drive going. You're in the red zone. You can't come away with no points when you got the pedigree, when you got the resume that Travis Kelsey has. Either way, surviving this game, winning or losing, you have to convince me because right now, as great as other teams potentially can be, I trust the it factor of both Philadelphia and Kansas City to meet up again in Super Bowl 58, like I saw these two meet last year in Super Bowl 57. And, Freddie, I end with this. You see the luxury of having two number one wide receivers on your team? Oh, no doubt. If if one's not getting off and doing his thing, you know what? Mm-hmm. We're going to see what mismatches this other number one receiver we have has on the football field. And they went to it, exploited it, and Devontae Smith came through. Majority of the game for him. Yeah, A.J. Brown, one catch for eight yards. You'll take that. How about the two guys the last couple of weeks, the two best receivers in the league, the last two times Kansas City's defense played against them? Tyreek Hill, nothing. Yep. Had a strip that went the other way for a touchdown at the end of the first half, and A.J. Brown had one catch. He did more yelling on the sidelines of Jalen Hurts than he had catches versus Kansas City. But the Eagles had that it factor. That can go a long way. I don't believe the Kansas City Chiefs lost that it factor, even though they lost last night. Keep weighing in on the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. Was Monday, I believe, Super Bowl preview between these two in Kansas City and Philadelphia. Do you agree or disagree? And is Mahomes' greatness enough to overcome his wide receivers going oops, oops, and oops? 888-729-3776. You take over Freddie and Harry, you could do that on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. 
Better because it has to be. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Let's be honest. The Chiefs and Eagles have first world problems. Plenty of teams in the NFL would kill to have their kind of problems when both of these teams are combined. 16 and 4. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Cohen together on Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app and Sirius XM Channel 80. Could we see another Super Bowl rematch involving the Eagles and Chiefs in Super Bowl 58? And Patrick Mahomes, we know about his greatness. Is that enough to overcome the lack of production by his wide receivers? Before we get to your calls about both of those things at 888-729-3776, Harry, I'll ask you about Mahomes' greatness. Because he put it on himself last night. Markel's Valdez-Scantling dropped the football, but Patrick Mahomes said... Yeah, I mean, I have no regret. I mean, they triple-teamed Travis, so I went to the guy that was that won downfield, and Marquez won. Dude just didn't, didn't come away with the ball. I mean, I could probably throw a little bit shorter. He was that open. So, uh, yeah, you just got to continue to, to try to get better and better. Defense is keeping us in games, and if we can find a way to just get a little bit better as an offense, we're going to win a lot of these games. Is his greatness able to overcome that when it comes to Mahomes and the wide receivers who have 26 drops? so far this NFL season. As great as Patrick Mahomes is, I'm going to say no because he needs his wide receivers to make those plays, right? You can't throw the football to yourself. You can't throw the football in the air, sprint 100 miles per hour and go catch it yourself if you're Patrick Mahomes. So you need those guys to make those plays. You can put it there, but if they aren't catching it and they're continuously dropping it, then you're going to have those three losses like the Kansas City Chiefs have right now because of those type of plays. I'm going to go back to something you said about Marquez Valdez-Scantling where he was hoping and wishing to catch the ball, and you pointed this out before we came on the air today, that as the ball is in the air, his eyes like, I hope I can, I hope I can, I hope I can, I hope I can, God, I hope I can, God, I hope I can. The same situation early in that game to, to Devontae Smith. And granted, not even the same class of wide receiver. Demonte yep. Smith is a number one, not playing as a number one in his team. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, nowhere near his talent. When the ball came his way, when he got that catch one-yard line, he said, yep, I'm just concentrating the football. His guys got so big because he knew he was going to make that play. He trusted his hands. He trusted his ability. He trusted his quarterback. When you don't have trust in yourself, like you mentioned, Harry, and you saw that with Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who had trust issues with himself, and Devontae Smith, who never has to worry about any such thing because of his ability and the fact that he knows that ball's there for me. I'm just concentrating on football, not anything or anybody else. And remember when Devontae Smith had like two drops in a game? Oh, yeah. And a lot of people were like, man, he never drops football. Well, guess what? His confidence never wavered because he believed 1,000% in mm-hmm. his abilities. Yeah, no doubt about right? that. Right? Now, yep. Malcorris Valdez-Scantling, you can tell that times that these receivers, they're questioning things while mm-hmm. they're on the football field. That's why the drops continues, continue to happen. Right? And I, and I never understood, Freddie, how you can catch 100 balls, yeah. drop two, and you're more focused on the two drops than you did the 100 catches. Well, that's I, don't know why our, I don't know why our world is like that, yeah. but it, it's insane to me. Yeah, it's a human thing. They, a lot of people rather focus on the negative and give that more love or whatever yep. that is than on the positive because I guess they expect everything to be positive. When something negative happens, it can set them back how far we'll see with the Kansas City Chiefs and the drops by their wide receivers. Adam and Maryland has something to say about what we saw last night in Chiefs versus Eagles. Eagles win a 20 to 17 on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Adam, what you got, my friend? I I am on the opposite side. I'm sick and tired of seeing ESPN and people talking. I didn't play pro football, but that catch was not as bad as the the, the, the Kelsey little five yard out and he dropped right on his hand with a short pass. The reason why I'm not mad at this dude is first of all he had to put on the Jets to get that ball. It was way beyond the normal 
um, speed of his run. He had to put on the extra jets. He had to dive in the air. Even if he grabbed on, there was no guarantee he could pull that in with his body fully extended into his stomach. He might even throw and hit the ground. And it was wet out. It was it was towards the end of the game. I did. I mean, he's already um you know tired from the fourth quarter. I'm not saying he's a pro. Yeah, maybe he should catch it. But everybody's focusing on that Maybe. one ball. I'm like, dude, no way. It's, that was a hard catch. Well, 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 well Adam, out, Adam, 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 you, you making more excuses for Marquez Valdez-Scantley than I my agree. damn son just made on why there's toys all over the floor in the living room before I came on air. Adam, <laughs> please stop. Please stop. The man making millions of dollars to catch the damn football, man. Yeah, the man get paid to catch the football. What are we talking about, Adam? Doesn't his occupation say wide receiver catch the ball? Yeah. He talking about some well, they keep telling me about how blazing fast he is. Well, yeah, he had to turn on the Jets. Turn on the Jets and catch the football. Bottom line. <laughs> it's that simple. Turn on the Jets, catch the football. I love when he said it would have been a tough catch. No. Oh my gosh. What you, are we doing? I mean, and you can't even put the same Travis Kelsey dropping the ball literally five yards away on the but, throw that was fifty yards down the field. Kelsey just came back on fourth down and caught the one to give him the first Thank down. You. This man dropped the ball that potentially could have been the game winner. D- did you see him after the game upset? Uh, yeah. So if you ask Absolutely. him if he should have caught the ball, he's going to yeah. say, yes, I yeah, should have. Exactly. That's why he tapped the ground more than a couple of times after dropping a catch in which your quarterback threw the ball six yards down the field and literally put it on your face mask. Literally. Adam must be from that excuse school that when things go right, let's give him participation trophies anyway. He tried his best, gosh darn it. Harry, I don't know if it's just a saying that we say, but do you guys, wide receivers say if it hits you in the hands, you have to catch it? Is that I, I always felt that way. If it hits, any, if it hits one of my hands, I, I, my hand, I feel like I should catch it, no matter what. And don't give me the whole thing about it was wet outside. Please. Take your damn gloves off then. Because <laughs> that's what I used to do when it, got, when it was wet outside. I ain't, I ain't use gloves. You mean you weren't the kind of guy that would make excuses if you dropped no. the football? Right, I just want. I know they sure. say no glove, no love, but hey, if it's pause. wet outside, I need to catch the football with my bare hands. Extreme pause, Sergeant in <laughs> Memphis, save us from this at eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. I'm Freddie and Harry, brother. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on? <laughs> Tra- Travis needs to get his his honey to hook them wide receivers up with a, with a you no know, with one of these high. High-profile female males, it, not the Kardashians, anybody but them, and then maybe they can catch the ball since you know. And then they need to be at the game because Travis is averaging I think like sixty yards more when she's present than when she's not. Well, he's not lying when she's been in the building. He's been able to do his thing. I think he's saying he needs to clone Taylor Swift so the wide receivers can mm-hmm. date somebody like that, mm-hmm. and so they can be there. You know, Taylor has friends. Maybe them wide receivers need a friend or something. No, they don't need a friend. They need hands that can be reliable. That's what they need. <laughs> you can get a friend anywhere. You can't be having those situations where you got a team with a quarterback like that, an offensive mind like Andy Reid, diagramming plays to get you open, and you guys are keep dropping those kind of situations and stopping drives and not scoring in the second half? I'm still scratching my head about Adam. Adam made about nine excuses why the man didn't catch the touchdown. It's okay. It's his right to make those excuses. It's our right not to pay attention to them and not allow that to stay with us. Where the hell was Adam when I was playing? I don't know. Where was he when you were playing? (laughs) Tom in New Jersey is never playing in New Jersey. Tom, what you got, my friend? Gentlemen, always a pleasure. Uh, I'm gonna, the timeliness of last night's game is incredible about what I'm about to say. So I hope you hear out my crazy statement and then give me a, a minute to explain it. Okay. 
we, the Buffalo Bills, are about to go into Philly and then go into the Chiefs and come out of those two games 2-0. and And then all the guys like yourselves who hate my Bills and give us no credit, despite overcoming some serious advers- uh, adversity, are going to have to eat crow and finally admit that we belong in the Super Bowl. Tom, hold on I've a second. To- yeah, Tom, why do you think we hate the Buffalo Bills, my friend? Yeah, I, I don't hate know. the Bills at all. We don't all. hate the Bills at all. Why do you think we hate Listen, them? Harry and Freddie, I love you guys. I listen every day. If you took sound bites from every you guys, you can't even walk through Buffalo. The two of you, you hate my bills. You're always down on my bills. Tom, come L- on, Wait Tom. A listen, Tom. Tom. Let me tell you why I can go in Buffalo. A lot of my friends that I travel the world with, they're uh-huh. from Buffalo, and I go to games with them. Tommy, come on, Tommy boy. Tom, I don't hate the bills. Tom, you said you listen to us every day. When the Buffalo Bills were three and one, I know I specifically said they keep playing like that. That's a team you're going to have to deal with and not just in the AFC. It's not my fault that your team has suffered injuries on defense and it's hard to overcome losing Matt Milano and Tredavious White. But come on now, Tom. Your quarterback until last week, well, I'm not going to penalize for that interception, threw an interception in six straight games. I want the Bills to succeed, but when they don't and they look like a team like that, we're going to speak on that. We don't hate now, the Bills. Now, Tom, you messed up what I was about to say about your Bills. Tom, he give me a chance because I was about to say what I seen from Buffalo Absolutely. with Joe Brady as the offensive coordinator and how some of that heat was taken off of Josh Allen. Come on now. It may be a resurgence in Buffalo. Absolutely. And they may still be able to win this division. Exactly. I'm not going to punish the Buffalo Bills and say that we're banging on them all the time. No pause again. But with this, with this Buffalo Bills team. You on your own there, Fred. I know. But, <laughs> hey, yo! But when they look like that, if they look anywhere near that, there's no question. They're not just a threat in the division. They're a threat to anybody else in the AFC. But when you have that kind of ability, you can't have these up and down games. You can't if you're the Buffalo Bills. Got to be consistent. Right, exactly, with their kind of talent and their coaching ability. Jaden Houston, my friend, what you got at 888-729-3776? What's going on, fellas? Hey, uh, um, Kansas City City is not coming out of the AFC this year. Hey, hey, Freddie, last week it was you and Chad. Now it's just you. I ain't really hit – I ain't really hear Harry say he don't trust the Ravens like that. Freddie, I don't care if they blew the lease. If you lose, you lose. They got three They got three losses. Uh, Kansas City has three losses. And the difference is going to be I trust the Ravens secondary more than I trust Kansas City's receivers. And, uh, Harry, I, said what you, I heard what you said about Chris Jones. He is a closer. But the Ravens have four or five guys that bring constant pressure, putting constant pressure on quarterbacks so we can close. We can't close, and I'm telling you, this year is the Ravens' year. We're not playing with none of these teams. Jay, they Jay, go- stay on. Jay, stay on really quick. Jay, I'll, I'll ask you a question. When the Cleveland Browns got the ball with four minutes and 55 seconds left in the fourth quarter, where was that closer at for the Buff- I mean, for the um, Baltimore Ravens on defense? Where was, where was that Man, closer? Did you, did you see? You didn't see Deshaun pulling those Houdini acts? They had them wrapped up like four or five times. They couldn't get them down. Well, Jay, well, Jay, well, hold on, Jay. Closers don't let those guys get away because Chris Jones has closed games for Kansas City, and we saw it in the playoffs. Closers don't let guys like that get away, Jay. Jay, Jay, one more question. Okay. Against, the, against the Indianapolis Colts, when Michael Pittman caught that deep pass, where was the closer at defensively for the Baltimore Ravens then? I, I can't make any excuses. 
Now I'm gonna go. I said this last week. Um, um, I said this Jay, last week. I hear you, Jay. Jay, like that damn Harry watched them games. Jay said that damn Harry watched them games. Let me be quiet. That damn Harry ain't gonna get me no more. I said something about. I said something about play calling last week, and and, and um, uh-huh. you know, Freddie said something about. But honestly, that Colts game was definitely play calling. Definitely play calling. They told the guy to say catch the ball instead on on the onside kick. Instead of they would have ran the clock out. I hear you. So that was bad play calling. I hear you. I, I, I'm not going to disagree with you, Jay, but I will say this: until I see it from the Baltimore Ravens to that level, like I've seen it from Kansas City, like I've seen it from Philadelphia, as I like to say, we'll see. Can I just say the callers are on one today? A little feisty. I'm, I'm, I like I'm, it. But I we love it. it. Oh, we I love, love it. it though. I love we it. love it. But no, feisty with intelligence. Yeah. Plenty yes. of times people call. Fe- well, you know, I don't want to, you know, get on Adam. He yeah, was Adam. feisty, but. With excuses. So yes. there's always one. No, nah, it was too rainy out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Someone's in his eye. That's even what Adam at, said. Even though at night. That's why he dropped it. That man's job is to catch football. Also, I feel like that guy, the guy who called about his bills, I feel the same way about the Giants. You guys don't dis- you guys don't respect them. Is that right? Who? Yeah, what we, t- don't, <laughs> we don't respect them. You exactly. said the Giants. He said the, the who? I jumped the San Francisco Giants. And I feel all? bullied. No, <laughs> no. You, you talking about JV? No. <laughs> no, we, we don't. Look at that. It's time for break. Oh, JV. Yeah. Gee, look at the time all of a sudden. Keep weighing in on Twitter. Coleman time ESPN. for break. Varsity got to play. And Nate Douglas, 83. <laughs> He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman on Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. Meanwhile, in Pittsburgh, the Steelers finally moved on from their offense coordinator. Did not come to this decision lightly to be really transparent with you. You'll hear how much more transparent Mike Tomlin got in making that decision on Tuesday. Keep it here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Kick is up, and the kick is good! With two seconds left, and Dustin Hopkins puts the Browns ahead 13 to 10. You know, we're going to take it one week at a time, but we're going to give our very best towards our goal, and that's, that's winning each game and winning the division. So, Steelers fans, are you happy now? Now that you got your offensive coordinator, no longer calling plays for your team? He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. You heard that call on 850 WKNR, Matt Canada. Now we can take down those signs that we've seen on college game. They seemingly every Saturday about Fire Canada no longer in charge of the offensive coordinator job when it comes to Pittsburgh Steelers. They are 6-4, and four, but the Steelers have a negative point differential of minus 29. They've been outgained in every game this season. Harry Douglas is going to tell you how the Steelers may have moved on from the wrong guy after you hear Mike Tomlin explain why now to fire Matt Canada as the offense coordinator. Did not come to this decision lightly to be really transparent with you. Um, it's just a personal belief of mine from a leadership perspective. Uh, it is my role to absorb and protect those that I work with. And this doesn't feel like that. Obviously, I'm not interested in, in assigning blame or deflecting in any way. Um, it's more in my natural nature to absorb, to be quite honest with you. I've been in this role so long, I'm quite comfortable absorbing. So just rest assured, 
that this decision was not taken lightly. I got a lot of respect uh, for Matt personally and professionally. It was not easy, but I thought it was necessary. Yeah, when I look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think the first thing to jump off in my mind is that this organization and their culture is so strong that they don't normally make moves like this. The last time they made a move of such was 1941. Think about wow. how long ago that was. Really? So that tells you about the stability uh, and the culture of this organization. Now, when it comes to Matt Canada, there are things that – I thought he could have did a lot better. Like, number one, getting George Pickens the football, mm-hmm. marrying concepts, run game with pass game. That could have been better. Screen game could have been a little better as well. Uh, but also, we can't ignore the simple fact that Kenny Pickett hasn't been great. And I had a coach tell me this, man, when I was younger boy, young players get you fired in a heartbeat <laughs> because they're so sporadic and they're all over the place. And especially when you get one that's playing like Kenny Pickett is playing six touchdowns right now to four interceptions, yeah. uh, missing throws left and right to wide open guys, mm-hmm. that'll do it. A combination of Matt Canada not doing his job, a combination and a mixture of Kenny Pickett not doing his job yeah. equates to offensive coordinator getting fired. So I think moving forward for this football team, number one, they have to feature George Pickens Amen. when it comes to the pass game. Number two, I'll be honest with you, the last few weeks, Jalen Warren is going to be my starting running back, and Najee Harris is going to have to get in where he fits in. And he can feel some type of way about it all he want to, all he wants to, or, or he can have a great attitude, and when he gets his opportunities, make the best of them. Because that's what Jalen Warren is doing. He's been the spark offensively for this football team the last few weeks and has given them a chance to be in positions that they want to be in. So I think moving forward, that's what they have to do. But Kenny Pickett? Yeah. He's still the quarterback, so he still has to be better moving forward for this football team. Mike Tomlin did the same thing on Tuesday that Robert Sala did on Monday when he benched Zach Wilson. You save people from your football team. That football team, they weren't going to mutiny against Sala or Tomlin, but you got to know your locker room. Tomlin did the same thing today with Matt Cannon moving on from him, the same way the Jets are about to move on from Zach Wilson, period, and it started yesterday. You've got to save those guys from your team. That team was looking at the offensive coordinator going, how long is that BS going to continue? Because I guarantee you Jeff Defenders was saying the same thing to Robert Salabite with quarterback. How long is that BS going to continue? You save your locker room by making sure that people that are potentially undermining morale, Harry, you got to eliminate them from the equation. The Jets did it yesterday. And the Steelers did it today with their offense coordinator. And I just hope moving forward that they can be better across the board. Right. And this offense can start to see some production because we haven't seen it this season yet. No doubt about that. Harry Douglas, hit him on Twitter at HDouglas83. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on Twitter at Coleman ESPN, part of Freddie and Harry. We know about the concern of the Kansas City Chiefs when it comes to wide receivers. What is the concern about the Eagles that could keep them from getting to the Super Bowl like it could keep Kansas City? We'll get to that next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.